0: Hello! Welcome to the Radiate Podcast. We're here to connect, encourage, and empower you to radiate the message of Jesus to yourself, your neighbors, and the world. I'm your host, Steve Presswood. I am on the phone today with my guest, Ashley Hurd. Ashley, it's so good to have you on the Radiate Podcast with us today.
1: It's really good to be here, Steve. Thanks.
0: Tell us a little about yourself, please, Ashley.
1: Um, well, I am a senior at Oklahoma State studying agricultural communications. Um, I'm originally from Delaware, and so I moved out to Oklahoma just to do college and kind of get away from home and experience what else the world had for me. And so, yeah, I really love coffee and hammocking, hang out with pals. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, we have a couple of things in common. Certainly coffee is one of the ones we could talk about for some time. So you have recently moved back to Delaware. What's it like there right now?
1: Um, It's different than Oklahoma. We don't have open spaces. Everything's pretty close together. It's also cold. It's been snowing off and on. So that is a change from the 90 degree weather. I had to pull my jeans back out instead of my shorts. So that has been an adjustment for sure.
0: (laughs) Wow. So Ashley, you were discipled by Ellen. She spent a lot of one-on-one time with you. Would you tell us something about uh, your discipleship? Maybe uh, something serious, but also maybe something fun from your time with her.
1: Oh, yes. So let's start with the fun thing first. So Ellen and I were not afraid to meet for discipleship anywhere. It went from coffee shops to like walking outside, even to the Walmart auto area. We sat there as her car got an oil change and like a tire rotation. And we did discipleship in the middle of Walmart. And it was so much fun. And one thing that made that so sweet is that Ellen was never afraid to share Jesus with people around us. And that was something I really learned from her. And while we were at Walmart, we got to share Jesus with the lady behind the counter that Ellen was interacting with. And that was just a lot of fun. And I think she set a really great example, um, just showing me how our Christian walk together in our discipleship Wasn't confined to like one specific room or home that we were able to pull people in with us, and I really really loved that.
0: That's fun. Say, uh, you know that our purpose with the Radiate Podcast is to radiate the message of Jesus to yourself, your neighbors, and the world. Today, I want to help us zoom in on the sharing of the message of Jesus with the world. And I know you did a mission trip last summer, so you had the opportunity to you go to Uganda for a couple of weeks. Uh, Maybe it was a little bit longer than that. Anyway, would you tell us what you did there?
1: Yeah, so I went to Uganda for five weeks as a communications intern with an international nonprofit called Heal Ministries. And while I was there, I got to work alongside women in their artisan programs and also do communications work. So I did photography and worked on developing content for their website and their social media And that time was just really sweet. I got to be with women, build relationships, share Jesus, and also use what I've been learning in school.
0: Hmm. Very neat. How did the trip affect you?
1: Yeah, the the trip was amazing, but challenging. I had a hard time. I had no prep whatsoever. And so I went into this trip without any kind of preparation. I came out with any preparation. So I had no idea what I was going to feel, what I was supposed to be paying attention to. I had no idea about any of that. I went pretty just pretty much, I don't know, unequipped for it. Um, And it was difficult. And I just struggled a lot while I was there, struggled a lot when I came back. Um, I learned a ton. The Lord was so sweet to me and all that I learned. Um, But it was definitely challenging.
0: Yeah. What would you say was the most encouraging part of the work you did there?
1: Oh, getting to meet the women. I built such deep relationships with these women Um, I have a friend, Esther, who I became really close with, and just getting to spend time with her, and I got to go to her home and spend time with her daughter named Mercy, and so the three of us just really bonded. Um, I got to learn their language from her and just about their culture, and I got to share what my home was like and what my family was like, and so I developed friendships, which I did not expect to do, to be honest, when I was going, Hmm. but I definitely did, and that was really, really sweet.
0: I would imagine there were also some things that discouraged you. Would you tell us one or two?
1: Yeah, I think one thing that was discouraging was I, like I said, was not prepared. Um, I didn't really realize how important preparation was, just, you know, um, building up those expectations for what you're going to feel, what you're going to experience, that kind of thing. Um, I think it was also really discouraging that I could not help as badly as I wanted to help my friends Um, In Uganda, I couldn't. There wasn't anything that I could do to build them a home or give them food or clean water to drink. I was kind of helpless in that way. And that was really hard for me because I wanted to fix and help as much as I could.
0: Hmm. One of the many themes in the Bible is that God is a God of all the nations. As you came back to the States and integrated your experiences in Uganda into your life, Would you say that your perspective about that theme had changed at all?
1: Oh, everything changed. My perspective on my world as I knew it had changed. And my perspective on scripture changed a lot, too. I realized that God, like my God, is a God of like the entire world. There was no boundary for the Lord with languages or culture or anything like that. Um, While I was there, I got to worship alongside my friends in Uganda in Lugandan. And so I got to sing with them and worship in a way that was not my language. I had no idea what I was saying, but like I was still able to worship the Lord. And like that was so cool for me. I had never experienced that. And there was one moment in particular that just opened my eyes that I just keep remembering. Um, we went to church and there was, so there were us Americans and then our Ugandan friends and then a missionary family from Asia. And so as I'm looking around, like that was the first time I think I had ever experienced what just a glimpse of what heaven might be like to have such a culturally diverse group of people worshiping the same Lord from all different places across the globe. Like that for me is just something that I've brought back with me. And now that I'm here, I am no longer afraid to interact with people who may not even speak English like that is not a problem. That barrier, the Lord tore down. And so I found myself much more willing and able to go share Jesus with others and not to be afraid of any kind of cultural barrier or language barrier.
0: Mm. In what ways do you see the scriptures differently now than before you went to Uganda?
1: I think one thing that has um, really just stuck out to me is that the scriptures are not based in America. You know, the way that I understand it may not exactly be the way that it was intended Mm. and that the culture... Behind the scriptures and like who wrote them and why they wrote them is very, very important for understanding them. And so it has now like forced me, like during my quiet times, to really dig into like what the culture was, who are these people talking to, what is going on in this time right now, um, and has really helped me to understand the scripture better, I think.
0: Well, that's really a, a neat point you make. Uh, it's very difficult for us to imagine ourselves in other cultures especially if we've never seen another one. So you had a chance to experience one that was radically different from yours. And you're quite right. The culture and certainly the language of the stuff that occurs in the Bible that we read was different enough that we need to be careful to make sure that we're hearing it uh, from their cultural context. Brilliant. Well, I'm curious, if you were talking to a student today who was considering whether or not to go on an overseas mission trip, what would you tell them?
1: Absolutely do it. You should go. Um, I also would encourage you, do not go with an organization if they're not willing to prepare you. Um, I've said this a lot, but I I went in blindsided and I had no preparation. And so if you are thinking about going, do a lot of research into the organization you're going with and make sure that like, when you do that, that they have steps um, to prepare you for it. Maybe that means they're going to give you materials or have meetings with you or ho- like pair you up with someone who's already gone to kind of mentor you through that process, whatever it looks like, make sure that you have something in your hand um, or on your computer to help prepare your heart for what you're going into and also to prepare you for coming back to the States because it is a learning curve. And so absolutely go, just make sure you do the legwork before and afterwards. Hmm.
0: It has been really fun to have you on the rate eight podcast with me today to interview you, to talk with you. And it's really good to see you. We get a chance as we use this service called Squadcast to look at each other while we do the podcast. Uh, So it's a joy for me to be able to see you. Thanks for sharing your thoughts with our listeners today.
1: Thank you so much, Steve. I appreciate it. You bet. Take care.
0: Thanks for tuning in to Radiate. You can continue to listen wherever you get your podcasts. You can also connect to us online at osunavs.org and on Instagram at osunavs. See you next time, and until then, keep radiating the message of Jesus.